Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet. About fans, by fans, for fans. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. We are on our way down to Southampton away, an often very popular away trip for Manchester United. Obviously, the mood at the minute isn't necessarily a positive one, but buses are full. Uh, a couple of buses left really early, so we're talking sort of nine, half nine for an half five kickoff. Uh, this one left. Well, it was meant to leave at uh, meant to leave at half eleven, but one of our uh, one of our natives um, wasn't on time. And then stereotypically, when you're phoning him saying where the fuck are you, uh, the standard answer of I'm two minutes away uh, kept coming. So he was two minutes away on about nine different occasions. So we ended up leaving half an hour late. So we're uh, we're actually pushing it in terms of being able to get there on time for the half-five kick-off on the south coast. But here we are. Um, it's come it's come at a good time because obviously we've uh, we've had a bit of a break. Sometimes when you get these big long haul away trips all in succession, like we've had, we had that period of Bournemouth and Chelsea and a few of us all. Uh, I think West Ham was another one, early doors. And it can, you know, it, it takes the enjoyment out of a really good long away trip on a bus. But when you have a bit of a break like we've had with the international break and obviously with City away, um, it's been a while since we've been on the coast, so everybody's in uh, top form. So we're uh, not getting up too early. A uh, nice long day on the coach and uh, getting down there, hopefully, just in time for kickoff and then straight back. Um, God knows what time we'll get back into Manchester. Um, Depends on who you listen to. There are some of the real optimists who think that we'll be back for around midnight. Uh, the more realists amongst us think that we'll be back around the sort of 2am mark. And then obviously they've got the decision to make as to whether they go and get a couple of hours kit before Tyson Fury or whether they set the alarm and uh, hopefully not sleep through it and wake up for it. So... Everybody's sort of in the same boat where that's concerned. Obviously, the mood around United at the minute isn't a very, very positive one. I'm going to have a chat with a couple of lads and see where, see where we're at, where that's concerned. But I think one thing that is unanimous is the fact that United, who are currently something like seventh or eighth in the league, um, are quite deserved of their position. And most people tend to seem to think that they wouldn't be shocked if that was the ending position at the end of the season which would obviously be a massive failure, um, given last year's second place and 80-odd points. And uh, that would definitely be seen as a bit of a backward step. Obviously, the knives are out for many of a, many a player, but none more so than the manager. So it'll be interesting to see what the lads have, uh, have got to say. Speaking of having the knives out, hiya, Rick. Hello, how are you doing? United We Stand cover designer. It is, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting uh, month for me. Well, how, how's, how's the cover of the ladies' mag gone now? Uh, it's, 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 to be fair, 90% of everybody's been quite positive about it, but you know, you obviously get the one, one or two uh, pick fault in the types of font that you use, maybe. Well, I've seen loads having a go at you more than any other cover. Well, this is the problem. I mean, I, I could have fallen out with you. Years ago, you made me stand there with a big fucking picture of Danny Welbeck on it. Yeah, well, nothing's going to top that. I mean, uh, this just goes to show that uh, Andy doesn't pay me enough to research properly the use of fonts of, uh, from Arabia. 
Um, yeah, you've ra you've rattled a few cages with this, haven't I you? Did. See, all I did is I spent about three minutes just Googling Saudi Arabian fonts, and the first one that I came up, I just went, oh, I like the look of that, and I chose it. Apparently, it turns out it's a Hindu font, and uh, I've had a bit of grief over that. Although the irony is, is that it's actually the font that I used was a Celtic font, which I made look a Hindu font, trying to look like a Saudi Arabian font. So I've managed to upset the uh, the Irish, the uh, the the Hindus, and the Muslims all in one one cover. Uh, so it's been a pretty good uh, result all round, I think. So apart from that, you're happy with how it looked? Yeah, yeah. Um, it looked look the best. The best uh, comment I saw on Twitter was. Um, this uh, this covers this covers doesn't look Saudi Arabian at all. It looks uh, it looks like a Christmas card. So uh, he obviously didn't get the fact that I always put a Christmas cover out. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so are you now technically a racist? Uh, well, it's not the first time that my covers have been called racist, but we won't go down that route. What was the last racist one you did? <laughs> Probably that one with uh, Andy Cole and Dwight York on the front. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I thought so. it was one of them because obviously I've got access to United We Stand Twitter account. So obviously when it got released, when I suddenly saw my, my phone went into like proper vibrate meltdown, so I thought, oh hello, and it was it was full of people who were questioning your uh, your knowledge of these things. You can't please everybody, but just for uh, just for the record, I have lots of fonts on my computer, and and, lot, and uh, several of my typefaces are Muslim. So I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm covered there. So, uh, have you had any death threats around there? No, no, it's not been too bad. Do people uh, know it's you? Uh, I don't know how connected to me it is. Well, Andy, Andy often, usually when he gets grief, he usually points it in my direction. So, so if you have got a problem with our front cover at the minute, uh, Bandit Nana, at Bandit Nana on Twitter, yeah? Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. As long as you don't use my real name. <laughs> You didn't use it at the start of the podcast, did you? No, no, I didn't. No, 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 I'll do that in a bit. Depending now, now, uh, no, no, no. Why? It's, not, it's definitely not my uh, my intention to get you into too much trouble. Um, how's your United watching life at the minute? Um, it's pretty dreadful, really, isn't it? I remember saying to you what about just over a week ago that we were going to win our next five six on the bounce before Anfield, and so far we've just about won one and drew another at Crystal Palace, young boys. Um, my son actually thinks we're playing a team called Bald Men today because uh, uh, my dad, his granddad, uh, told him we were playing young boys the other night, which he found hilariously funny, and uh, he told him that we were playing young boys on Tuesday and Bald Men on the, on the Saturday. Things you have to do to get your kids interested in football. Well, it's funny you should say that because I was thinking about getting him a... Um, United calendar for Christmas because uh, I used to get one every year you know this is talking about the early 90s now and uh, I always used to make a point of never looking who was on which month because I always quite like the excitement of the flipping, the, flipping the page on and the seeing yeah, turning it, it over and obviously you know I was always waiting for cancer now to turn up but hoping it would be on my birthday month but it never was you know but, but, but the, the great thing was it was like every month you turn over and it was like you know Roy Keane or Lee Sharp or Ryan Giggs and it was brilliant turning it over and I just don't think put my kid through the despair of having to turn the page and seeing Chris Marlin's face. What What do you think could be the... If you were to do that, because I reckon you'll turn one over and then you'll think, oh, my God, that's bad, but you'll kind of hang in there, wouldn't you? Yeah. What do you reckon is the worst three on the spin you could turn over? It'd probably be... You'd turn over and you'd realise Nick Powell's still at the club. You know, when you open August... 
Uh, the worst three, the worst three players right now you could turn over probably um, Phil Jones, just for the, f the aesthetics. Um, James Wilson, because I just realised today that yeah, apparently still today they tweeted about him today. Oh, no, but he's not going to make the calendar, is he? Well, I mean, you, you can only, you can I don't only, know, Steve. You can only pick twelve to be in the calendar. <laughs> Would you pick any of them twelve? No. Oh, and uh, probably Lukaku if he's there still in December. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. I, I reckon Jones, Lukaku, and then, uh, and then just as you're at the absolute wit's end, you uh, you, you peel it over and uh, I don't know who's the worst in the lot. I'd, well, I'd, I'd be quite happily turn the calendar over and see them smash Lucas Aid bottles. That I'd prefer that over most of the players in the squad and Fred the Red. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, he did all right, Mourinho, the other night, didn't he? Smashing the bottles. That was entertaining. Well, yeah, because none of the none of the rest of the game was. I just about saw for ladies guard that goal. Someone, someone stood in front of me, leaving to go. So I didn't really see that. So it was a pretty bizarre reaction, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much of this is for the, you know, for the camera's point of view. But who cares? You know, yeah, who cares? He knows what he's doing. He, he knows it's been a shit show, and he wants to just put on a bit of a show at the end to make it look like he's passionate about it. And fair, fair enough, he's got through to the Champions League next round. Not every club in in England's done that, managed to do that yet. I. Someone tells me that in 16 years of European football, he's reached the Champions League 14 times and won the Europa League on the other two. Was that him who said that? It was indeed him who said that. I don't really know if that's a great record or not. I mean, didn't Arsenal do it for pretty much most of their yeah, Vengers time, and they didn't win, didn't win anything. So getting to the last 16 is default setting for me for United. You know. Yeah. Um, Southampton away, does that hold any memories for you? Uh, one. <laughs> I've been once. <laughs> and uh, that was very vague. I mean, it's, just, it's a long journey, isn't it? You know what I mean? So Was that recent? That was the 2-1. Apparently, it was under Van Gaal. One of the... Van Persie scored late. No, no, no. Um, oh, it might have been. I'm sure Van Persie scored some daft little... tapping it in The only thing I remember about it was I was sat on the very back row and there was a corrugated piece of metal behind me. And I thought, if this goes through... I'm going to fall about 30 stories to the ground, which, to be honest, this afternoon might not be a bad thing. But yeah. um, doing your And I also high-fived a man who was iPadding the whole match, which was pretty pretty cool. So yeah, great memories of uh, Southampton. Uh, give us a little prediction. I think it's going to be two-one. To, to United because I only say that because they last time, absolutely well well two things one my son predicted it but he says 2-1 at every game and the other thing is um, last time we played in I came I bet on 2-1 and uh, it's the only time I've ever won on a football match Woody how are you my mate no, not bad time, good mate. yeah um, I forgot what I was going to ask you actually Probably nothing important. No, no, no. I was just going to ask, where are you at these days with United? Um, well, it won't shock you to know I'm fully behind Mourinho. Um, I think the players have a lot to answer for. I don't get laying it all at one person's door I, now. I've never hated the United team as much as this one. And, no. I, and, I, and bear in mind, I, I, you know, I'm old enough to remember like Bertels and fucking a lot of other you know when we had that shower of shite at the sort of end of the 80s I, you know that's quite a big statement yeah um, this could be the third manager some of these like, cunts have seen off I mean you look at I know he's going to take an hammering on here Lukaku isn't he but you look at the player he was last year you know fit, fitness wise and running the channels and creating chances scoring goals he seems a shell of himself for sure he really does and it's quite disappointing so you're blaming him or the manager? No, uh, no, I'm blaming the players. 
no way you know Marino can only do so much and you said before if he goes somewhere else he ain't a bad manager he's not turned a bad manager overnight he, he'd go somewhere else and clean up they need to back him in January but will he? My, my issue with the current United team is, is I think I can't remember a thicker set of and, and when I say thick I mean in terms of intelligence um, I can't remember a thicker United squad in my whole fucking life yeah, they fucking need a leader don't they it's so badly well, they don't they need, they need a leader yeah that's true but they also need someone with a fucking brain and I think that yeah. you know for all people you used to say about the likes of fucking Zlatan and Rooney and all these other but Karen, we, they've lost a lot of on the pitch intelligence in the last two seasons and not replaced it with anybody I think this current United team is fucking brain dead yeah for since going back now since Ferguson left United have lost a lot of them sort of players you know we've lost a full my, championship my, team winning my, my a lot of them players um, I've not watched Match of the Day since Ferguson left that's quite damning I don't think I have either to be honest <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I even watched Soccer Saturday if they're not playing because they're about to get abused on there before the game um, you are right though since Ferguson left I'll go back to that they've lost a, a ton of leaders and people who grab the game by a scruff of the neck I mean I've been a bigger Rooney fan than, than you for years and letting him go we could have got another two or three seasons out of a leader like that it's not just about leaders it's about people who can listen to a manager's thing on the training pitch and then listen to what they say in the, training, in the changing room and then go on the pitch and do it and I just think I look at that team and think I can imagine what the manager and the coaching team are saying on the training ground and I can imagine what's getting said in the dressing room and then they just run out and do something fucking Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't seem to take anything in. No wonder Mourinho's gone fucking mad. Well, this is it. Even even criticism. And he's trying to be, maybe sometimes trying to be constructive criticism, but they're a bunch of spoiled kids, really, on far too much money. I've not you know. been for them calling them out. No, I've no either. They did call it out. They've had an easy ride, you know, under Van Gaal and that. And Moyes. They had an easy ride. They weren't performing, so it's down... To, down to someone to call them out and say, look, you you need to pull your weight. You're, getting paid, you're playing for the, one of the best clubs in the world, if not the biggest in the world. Yeah. You know, you need to pull your weight and perform. Yeah. Um, to the way, obviously, it's a good trip for the bus, which we all like. And Further away, the better right now. Well, yeah. yeah, exactly. But we all, you know, today wasn't too bad. I mean, I'd rather... Southampton, I mean, we had Bournemouth at noon, which was awful, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, and then half, I mean, I think half five's the best... Um, it's a great kickoff for an away game, but it's also the worst time to get beat at because that runs into you next day. Noon's all right to get beat at. I'm over it in an hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get back on here. I don't even remember the score. Southampton away memories. Anything special? Uh, the best one for me was the Van Persie 3-2. Uh, with it being only his, I think it was his second or third game in the United shirt and that Ferguson last season, it was just a great atmosphere all around when that third one hit the back of the net, right in front of us, lot. and it was right in front of the away fans, and they come over and celebrated. The end was just ballooning. The thing I loved about that, though, if you actually watch it back, you can see how much he loved. Not he, he loved being at United, not just for playing yeah. for United and playing for Ferguson, but you could tell he was looking at the crowd and going, "This lot are all fucking off their heads." I always get annoyed because it's such a shame he turned into a massive cunt towards the end, <laughs> under under Myers with a fucking refusing to play for the World Cup and things like that. I really liked him in his first season. And, he's, and then he really let himself down. He scored down. a hat-trick at home against Olympiacos two weeks before Moyes ended up leaving the club. So he scored he two. I thought he got a hat-trick. No, he got two, didn't he? Did he, he day, yeah. Yeah. It's a shame, though, because he was like he become like a cult hero in no time at all with his goals, didn't he? You know, with the one at, the one at Anfield, the penalty. He's just like... He put himself in, like, a great status for United fans and 
he let himself down massively and that always irritates me because he's a top footballer. So with everything going on at United at the minute and the whole fucking state of it, you've chosen to want to go fucking Robin Van Persie who won the title. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's just a, just sums me up, doesn't it? Fucking yeah. <laughs> Uh, prediction? I've gone 2-0 in a predictor, so I'll stick with 2-0. Yeah. And what gives you the right to even assume that that's going to happen? Well, because all you've been is miserable. Playing a fucking Mark Hughes team at the end of the day, they can't get over the line here and keep a clean sheet. Something's really fucking wrong, isn't it? Yeah, indeed, yeah. I'd love to see this cunt off, by the way. <laughs> I'll finish on that. Is it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, in terms of soiled legacies, he, he's probably yeah. been the one who... Uh, who, who out of everybody else? Yeah, he's up there with Peter Schmeichel. They're like fucking neck and neck. No, I mean, for me though, <laughs> Mark Hughes for me is one of the absolute. He, he epitomised everything that United in the eighties was about, um, and he scored. I don't think there's been. I can't think of anyone else who scored, scored more as many important goals, important goals yeah. and key goals at key times. It's just frustrating has. when someone like that turns into a massive cunt after they've finished playing. All right, so it? tell me about why where you think that the resentment towards Hughes has come from? Well, managing Man City. And you think it's just that? Well, for me it is, yeah. You can't, you can't go and affiliate yourself with Man City in any sort of way and come back and start pretending you're some sort of legend at Man United. Well, at the end of the day, if you're getting paid by somebody to be Manchester United, you're not just going to say, sorry, I used to play for them, therefore I can't try my best. You can still, can still turn a job down, though, can't you? So you reckon you should never have gone to City? Oh, yeah. It's a bit like Shamichael should never have gone there. I don't care if they're paying you. If you consider yourself to love Man United, you don't go anywhere near that fucking set of cunts, do you? <laughs> do you? You don't, do you? So, are you all right? Yeah, not bad, are you? Uh, yeah, I'm all right, yeah. Um, where are you at with United at the minute? It's pretty much what's been said, really. Players are a bunch of mad asses. do me head in. I can't... The other night, I actually celebrated a last-minute goal by sticking two fingers up at them, and I've never done that before. I know it's not going to make matters blog, to be honest, but... They just get you pissed off. Wound me right up, to be honest. Manager's not perfect, doesn't help himself at times, but no one to make. They're just mad asses, to be honest. Just do me head in. Um, do you think he's going to turn it around? No, because I think the players are down tills, which pisses me off. You're still getting paid, I've worked for managers are not keen on. You still do your job. But because they're giving up. It's like someone said, you can't sack all the players. So, sadly, there's only one inevitable outcome, which ain't good, really. It's a good, it's a good. Southampton away memories? Um, I remember that dink that Cantona got in them random blue socks that year, which was good at the Dell. I think we won 3-1 that day. That was a good one. The great kit fiasco obviously sticks out. But, like Woody was saying, that Van Persie hat trick was pretty special. But, no, some good memories here, some shit ones as well, like the 6-3 and stuff, but... It's a day out, isn't it? Yeah, I remember the 6 3 one. Yeah, that was funny, that. Yeah, it was. Because it, it was the week after, I'm sure it wasn't in the week after the 5 0 at somewhere. Yeah, and we got, I think the European record had gone just before it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't a good one, to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's. You take the good times with the bad, don't you? Just hope the good times come back. Loads of good times, I remember. Uh, there's, there's one at the start of, I think it was the first game of the season in the 80s where uh, Norman Whiteside got two in a two old draw and United had the blue kit on. But the whole, the United went, the, the away end at the Dell was fucking mint. It was like a, it was like a sloped, it was, it was like a sloped away end. It was, it's a strange shape and it yeah. was deep as fuck. Yeah, as well. it was top, it was fucking top. I remember that. That always rings a bell. Um, another one that always strikes with me was, I mean, there's some of the more modern ones like United. Obviously, the Van Persie trick always sticks out. I remember. Um, 
I think we sent them down not too long back as well when Harry Redknapp was manager. That was that was quite fun. Uh, but I also remember um, there was another one where um, United won the league there in I think it was 2001, and United won. I'm sure it was Easter Monday. Oh, it was around the Easter time, Easter Saturday, it might have been. Um, United won the league there in something like, I'm sure it was like late March or early April. That league, that time they won the league by about 18 points. It was somebody. So I remember that one, but some of the other ones that really stick out for me, the, the most vivid one with me was, um, I remember there's two others that stick out for me. 1990, I think. Um, and there was one where United won 2-0 away and it was like late April, early May. United had just got to the cup final and it was like two and a half, three thousand United fans, possibly even more. Um, we won 2-0, Colin Gibson scored the second one, which is a bit of a rarity. But they put the cup final tickets on sale that afternoon. So they put the cup, United put cup final tickets on sale whilst their whole fucking hardcore supporters are... Yeah, exactly. So that, that always stuck in my mind. But the, the big one for me was we played the League Cup game um, I can't remember if it was two legs on it. It must have been, and I'm sure we, I'm sure we drew one all um, at, uh, at the Dell. I remember Shearer scoring for Southampton. I remember Hughes getting quite a late equaliser for United. But we were coming home. I th- I mean, it was the day the M40 motorway opened, um, and as we were coming back, you're coming back through all the. It was the night the Gulf War, Gulf War started. And as we were coming home on the coach, all the planes, you could see all the planes as you're coming through all like, the army, to all, all the army places. All the planes were jetting off like to go and bomb stuff. That was pretty cool. It's like the middle of the fucking barracks. There's just trucks, army trucks going past us all the way. Every, everywhere you went, everywhere was getting... Yeah, that was... I thought it was going to get signed up, to be honest, halfway back. It wouldn't have been any good. Uh, prediction? Um, I think we'll win 2-1, but that's probably because I had a couple of pints early doors before I got on the bus, to be honest. I mean, what are you basing the, you know, the optimism on to win 2-1? Just sod's law, to be honest. It'd just be nice to go home and watch Match of the Day for once, but I've not actually seen it when it's been in HD, so it'd make a nice change. How are you, Martin? Good, mate, you? Yeah, not bad. <laughs> you said you weren't coming on. No, no. Uh, where are you at with United these days? Um, I don't know. Confused. Confused. Um, Confused enough to come on here at fucking Dick at the club. Well, yeah, that's it. Fuck that. I, that'll never stop. But, no, I don't know. I don't know who's side to take anymore. Mourinho's the player. I, I just... I, I, li- I put you on the spot now and said blame the manager or blame the players. Who- oh, the players, 100%. 100%. million percent, yeah. I, but I think that's down to the fact that the club signing egos and names more so than the right players, which has, over time, caused this. That's my opinion on it. Um prediction today? I think we'll win. Yeah, I think these, are, these are shite. If we don't, then well, we're in trouble. But it's one of them. There's loads of spares today. It's an R5 kick-off. Everyone will be pissed and we always seem to win these games. So, yeah, I'm not concerned for the win. I think we'll win today. Yeah. Blackie, how are you? Good, thanks, mate. Yeah. yeah. Um, where are you at these days with United? I'm, t- I'm well. I just think there's a lot of Emperor's new clothes go around. That The press have just gone on for so long about, oh, <laughs> we, we, did, we play this way, United are this, Marino's this, and everything like that. Everyone starts believing it, and everyone just perpetuates the whole thing. Yeah, it's not it's not brilliant, but it's not as bad as everyone makes out. And you've got to look at the fact that, you know, they're just looking for any stick to beat him with at the moment. And it's a shame, because what they'll do is you've got loads of people telling us, oh, we need a new manager, and we have to get that new manager, and he'll do this and he'll do that. But I can't see anybody who stands out who could come to Old Trafford 
because there's too much uncertainty behind the scenes. There's too much going on with um, with what might be happening in the future, what might not be happening in the future, any type of an investment. So you're not going to get anything. So what, why would you make a change for uncertainty? A lot of, lot of people on here prior to you rocking up here to, um, and having a pop of players. Yeah, can't you, you, the players... Look, I don't know who coaches them, but obviously whoever coaches them is supposed to make sure that on a Saturday or whenever we play, they're getting the best out of them and they're doing what they're told. Now, clearly, they're not doing what they're being asked to do. And you can see that because that's where the frustration comes out from the coaching staff who are throwing their arms up in the air and making, you know, and gesticulating and looking at each other and nodding, you know, and shaking their heads. And so that surely shows you that actually everything that they're trying and everything that they're practising is just not being listened to. Does that not tell you that these players aren't doing what they've been told. Yeah, they're just not doing what they're t- being told in any way, are they? They're not doing... You can just see, you know, everyone's gone on about, oh, Martial, what a most fantastic player. Yeah, he has nice little cameos, but when you want an outlet and you're supposed to pass the ball to his feet, he's nowhere to be seen because he's just stood on his heels somewhere. And then all of a sudden he might get the ball and might run into the area and he might get a shot off and you think that's fantastic. And then he seems to have done his job and stand there for the next 15 minutes. Lukaku's the most frustrating for me because obviously he can, you know, he has got ability and he doesn't play to anywhere near his ability. He seems to just want to go around in a little square and not run and not run space and not put in a tackle. I don't think he's made, I think he made one tackle in the last three games that I've watched him. You know, he never commits a foul. How many big... Lukaku? Yeah, I mean, he, he made, do, you remember, do you remember that um, he did that? He ran, he ran back about 20 yards to tackle somebody at Watford and then had four games off. Well, he did, yeah, but he'd, he, he, ran, he ran to make a tackle the other night, but that's because he's, he'd lost his touch. You know, he, he's, his first touch had come in and he kicked the ball. I mean, I'm not going to get annoyed at that anymore. As I said, as I said the other night, um, we just, we've just bought bags of chocolates and then what, what we do is every yard that he tries to trap the ball from his foot, yeah, we, we just have a, we just have a chocolate now. So actually, it's quite good. So the more the more that he's the more that he's you know put his foot on the ball and it's going seven foot away, the more we get to eat because we have to do something. Can't get through December. Can't be doing that. I've been on weight ever since. Um, right, Southampton away memories. But you, what, what's, oh, there's loads of memories in there. Yeah, the first memory I have here was I think 1979. Um, it was the only game of the season, and we all went went down. I went down with the supporters club's coach. And uh, when we got there, it was it was already locked out, and we had a ticket, and they couldn't let any more in. And then other people, um, they knocked the doors down. So United ran it, and we we got in uh, on that. And it was the old deal; it was really really busy. But United offered refunds for those who didn't get in, and we still had a full ticket, so we were able to take our ticket back and, and had uh, enough money from that to go to Arsenal the week after. And we drew that, I think, nil nil as well. But um, don't my earliest memories of that Dell and stood behind the goal and all that stuff. It was all right, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember before we went to Trin once, I think, uh, and I think all the Italian police stood at the back of the Dell, just just behind us, uh, all wearing sunglasses, which looked bizarre for a night game uh, down in Southampton. But also, um, I remember stood next to you when, when Van Persie, and we, we were still, Jory was still out for me and you on Van Persie. Yeah. And by the end of the game, we'd scored fantastic action. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we going, oh, yeah, we might be all right. Him, we? we refused to sing, didn't we? I'm not singing for him. He's we not that, that good. Rooney as well, do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. When he signed. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. that's it. You've got to prove yourself, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, I think he won us over in 90 minutes, didn't he? Yeah, then you? Yeah, just. Um, 
obviously the other Southampton story is Sam Bowers, wasn't it? Oh God, Southampton. Yeah. yeah, I mean, rest in peace. Well, he was meant to be. Yeah, well, he was meant to be on today, but he can't. He couldn't make it, which is a bit of a relief, really. Well, yeah, I'm not I had to meet him yesterday and pick his ticket up. I mean, he could have only. We were only had to charge him half because it's unlikely he would have come back alive. So we can't charge dead people. Yeah. Um, um, right, prediction. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, my my hatred for Mark Hughes continues. You know, um, I'm just asking someone actually. I've just asked Woody like. At what point did you decide you hated Mark Hughes and why? Because it was a bit of a bellend before he went to City, wasn't it? Look, I, I've always had a... Right, Mark Hughes was a fantastic player for United. But then he went off, didn't he? He went off to uh, Barcelona, Bayern Munich. Then he wanted to come back, fine. I'd, I'd known about Mark Hughes for a long time, back in... Probably back in the early 80s, when I'd come across... And it's, it's a bit of a story which... I don't want to get libelous on this. I have to be very careful. But you used to see a girl that used to work at Nat West Bank. <laughs> I'll have to say the story. And, and uh, she became very ill and he dumped her. And I always thought, that's the sort of character Mark uses. Right? Um, and so for that, I've never, um, I've never thought that much true, of her. That's, that's an absolute true story. Yeah, because yeah, my, sister, true, worked, my sister worked with her at the Nat West at the time when they left school. And I always felt at that time that that summed up his character. Um, and um, I think it was the same time was uh, Norman was seeing another girl from the NatWest. Yeah. Right, well, don't bring, don't bring anyway. other places. No, were you there? they were fine. No, but I'm just saying um, that, that was fine. But, but that's the story that, that I always thought, you know, that's... Mm. So his moral... I never had thought he had much of um, you know, moral moral fibre. Um, and then, obviously, I became Tatey when he went to City. And he's never had a nice word to say about United. And, he, you know, he's always... You know, for someone who was so adored and so loved by Manchester United fans, to, to have them turn against him like well, he has done says a lot. Spunked a great legacy more than it. Schmeichel. No, but I think Hughes deserves greater status than Schmeichel at United. Hughes was unbelievable for us yeah. at a time when we needed yeah. unbelievable players. Yeah, he was wonderful to watch. I think we, I think we always thought Schmeichel was a knob, but we just put him in because he was great. Well, I think there was a bit of Hughes that we all loved, and that's what I think has upset most of us. Yeah, yeah, because we always felt he was. I was down. I don't know where you were stood for that Rotterdam game, yeah. you know. But I was down the side for some reason. I was down the side. Top, when top he hit that, behind, behind the goal, right? I was, was I was down the side when he scored. So when he hit it. We saw it all the way, and and I remember just thinking, and for that those moments like that, those moments in you know, the FA Cup, you know, in the semi-final when he, you know, things like that, you just look up. That's Mark Hughes for you, and that that iconic pose that he did. But um, yeah, for him to get rid of that legacy at a time, you know, you could only. I mean, he was up there with at that time, you know, up there with Robson, wasn't he? Yeah. We still well, had Robson had, right well, on that pedestal. Was, it, for me, he had like, it was Robson, oh, yeah, Whiteside, yeah. McGrath, and Hughes, wasn't it? Yeah, and yeah. Then, Three of them kept that yeah. intact, and the and the park in Altrincham every every lunchtime. Yeah, with Paddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. didn't give me a prediction. Um, United will win today, two or three one. Two or three one, right? Cheers. Right, as you can hear, uh, pretty much everybody's on the same page with uh, where the manager and the players are at, and despite all of that, everybody's on the same page with regards to the end up uh, end outcome of the game. So we'll see what happens after that. Uh, we'll be back after the game and see what people think. Um, hopefully, it'll be a good result for United. And hopefully it'll be one where uh, this sort of little blip that United are in um, has ended. So we'll see after the game. Right, we're just leaving St Mary's Stadium. General consensus from people walking out of here is that United are shite. 
I'm going to agree. I'm going to argue with that. I'm going to go and talk to the old, uh, talk to the old Irish. How you doing, man? Um, well, I'm glad I haven't done your journey to watch that. I know, I know. It's just, just too right. Crystal Palace and Southampton away, right? And it's just. You talk about consistency or lack of consistency, right? It's not consistency from game oh, to game. Not, United are definitely consistent. Come here, come here. Consistently inconsistent. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's, not taking, it's just like every single game you rock in. And I, hate, you... I hate moaning. I, I, I won't do moaning, right? Um, you're fucking good at it. Thanks very much. What time were you at? Flat really gets you everywhere. What time did you fly this morning? <laughs> um, what time did you fly? Oh, it wasn't too bad. Half 11, yeah. Half 11? Yeah. From... From Dublin to Gatwick. And what time are you flying And then two and a half hours in the train. What time are you flying tonight? Going the morning first flight. Oh, you tomorrow? Yeah, staying at Gatwick. No, man. Right, I'll, uh, I'll see you soon, man. See you soon, brother. Yeah. Take it easy. Chris, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. I kind of expected it. Unfortunately. Do you know what, do you know what disappointed me? At 2 0, I, I knew what was going to happen next, as in that we get back in it, and then I knew what had happened at 2 0. Yeah, well, we scored, if we'd got one before half time, Second half, we're going to win 3 2. We got two at half time. We had this, we had this uh, sense of entitlement that we're going to win the game. We scored the goal, two goals too early in a way. They were shit at 2 all, weren't they? Fucking shit. They played, second half was worse, and the first half was bad enough. Yeah, I'd, that agree, way. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Uh, any, anyone stand out as in any good? No. Literally nobody. No one stands out. Literally. Everyone was shy again. Everyone was shit. Everyone, everyone left it to everyone else. No one took control. No one gets a grip of the game. No one's got a grip of the club. No one. No one takes control of anything. It's bollocks. I don't like beating Pogba up, but no, that was one of his worst performances for United. Yeah, and he walked off the ending, clapped me. It took me five hours to get here. It's bollocks, isn't it? What, so you wanted him to clap you personally? Yeah, for coming to support him. So I always stand by Pogba. I'm his biggest, biggest fan, but he was poor today. I, I, can, I can accept people in bad games, but, you know, it's bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, there's some steps here which uh, I need to negotiate. So Left, right, oh, yeah. left, right. There you go, all right. All good stuff. Um, all right, who else can I grab here? See if I can find anyone who's willing to talk. People are just absolutely fucking moaning and booting off and generally, generally shouting shit. Uh, uh, right, we're amongst the United coaches now, so surely someone around here is going to have a word. Although I won't bank on it. United We Stand podcast. Terrific, brilliant, outstanding, <laughs> fucking magic. Uh, and where have you got to go back to? Northern Ireland. <laughs> yeah. I got about a quarter to five this morning. Uh, and you, you're one of them, are you? Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 How was your trip? Uh, I have never had a bad trip following Man United. I've a bad load of 90 minutes, but I've never had a bad trip. <laughs> so, uh, when do you go home? Tomorrow, tomorrow, three o'clock. Yeah. Where are you going tonight? Uh, I'm going to get fucking drunk. <laughs> you staying in Southampton? Yeah, we're staying in Southampton tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ah, well, good luck with that one. Yeah. Hey, see you Steve. Take it easy, mate. Yeah. See, this is the thing, right? There's some people who've made some unbelievable journeys to uh, to get here. And obviously, they get a bit upset when they don't feel that the team replicates that. Uh, 
anyway. How are you, mate? always come to me, don't I you? I know, I do always come to you. What do you want me to say? Ah, uh, well, just tell me what you thought of the game um, and the performance. Bang average, three out of ten, I would say. Um, <laughs> who, who's your standout player, Steve? Uh, if there's anyone. No, I thought the role was bad as he I thought De Gea was for picking the ball saying. out of the net twice. It's you. It's not good enough, Steve. I've backed him all the way. I've had enough now. I've had enough. Was that his fault, though? I was out of play as well. He's got to take some responsibility. That lineup's a disgrace. I can't. I've backed him all the way. I've been 100% behind him. So you're now I'm... telling him he's got to go now? Are you in that camp? I won't be all there if he went tomorrow. And who would you want to get in place of him? Now that's the fucking problem, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Central form, yeah. Come on, come on. What, what what do we talk about? Tactics, result. Oh, go you on, talk. Sure you want fuck it? You can talk about all these uh, all these people who are walking past you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, there's not many smiley people. Even hey. though... come here, you. Come here. You. Can I get on your bus? How are you, Bashy? All right, how are you? Uh, why have you got no way of getting home? Can I get on your bus? Yeah, of course you can. Sound. Uh, how are you? Fantastic. How are you? You 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 you. <laughs> People are going to be delighted to hear from you. I'm back. Yeah. Are you I'm back, back on Twitter, though? Uh, I'm going to. Yeah. When? Yeah. Soon? Yeah, soon, yeah. When? How soon is soon? Uh, like, early next year. <laughs> we miss all your... <laughs> we miss all your, uh, all your naked... Uh... How many times have I had this tonight? <laughs> what? Why aren't you on Twitter? Why aren't you on Twitter, you bastard? I know, but that's all we've got in our lives at the minute, because United are wank. But I'm coming we, back. We miss bad. Yeah, aren't we? Like aren't we bad? Oh, yeah. Good yeah. God. So, come on, talk to me. What do you think? Well, I missed both goals because I stormed off at 2-0, so that was good. Went for a pint. Uh, oh, good God. Fucking wank. In a word, absolute wank. Cheers, Mike. <laughs> Go on, where are you? Yeah, just... Christ, it's horrible, isn't it? Like, there's just nothing there. Like, there's no... If you could, if you could tell me, if you can tell me our best team, I'll give you a tenner. If you can tell me what we're meant to do when we're playing, I'll give you a tenner. If you can tell me... What we're doing, I just gaggy as much money as you want. But, like, we just did you think it too well? You know, we're then gonna go and win. No, no, no one did. Just stood for 45. Like, can't wait for a pint and to not be able to find <laughs> my not be able to find my bus home and get on with you. Lot. So, anyway, never mind. United, what's been going on in your life? Have you been naked anywhere at all? Hey. What's the maddest thing you've done in the last six weeks that no because none of us have, we've all missed you. <laughs> Um, I did a charity boxing event, that was good. Did you? Yeah. KO'd someone in about two minutes. Of course you did. This lad's <laughs> first ever away game. Ask him what he thinks. This lad it. Your first ever away game? Yes. And what did you think? The beer was good. <laughs> the alcohol was quite flowing, but... Oh, and, wow. um... He had two away games in one night. His first one, he's fucking lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Well, well. How come this is your first ever away? Um, tickets. Ticket, no ticket. Honestly, no idea. Are you going to come again? Of course I am. Yeah, good lad. <laughs> of course I am. That's what it's all about. Skirk, you all right, mate? How are you? You know how we stand podcast? What do you think? Cheerfully. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Cheerfully from my heart, I follow, follow them every day United. It's a disgrace at the moment. I actually don't even, I don't even blame the fucking manager. I'm, I'm, play, I'm playing the, well, playing the manager in the fucking setup. The players are not playing, mate. Pop the flame in. Fucking not good enough, is it? No. Not good enough. No. That guy knew where, and his mum was a slag. I knew it. Am <laughs> 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 I getting here with you or what? Yeah, yeah, of course. Are you, are you genuinely jumping on our bus? Yes, yeah. Oh, that, this is tremendous news. Bashy's getting on our bus coming home. Um, um, you know how we stand podcast? Come on. What do you think? 
crap. How we pulled it back to two all, I don't know. <laughs> I know, but uh, I thought we'd get back to two all, but then I thought we'd actually go on and do something decent. I and thought we didn't. second half we'd have won it, yeah. Second half was crap, wasn't it? Was yeah, awful. Worse than the first. Yeah, I'd agree with you. That, uh, well, so I don't even know how we pulled it back to two all in the first place. Vincent? How are you, my mate? Hi, Steve, you okay? Yeah, yeah, what do you think? Honestly, mate, I'm, I've been a big backer of him, but enough's enough now. Yes, mate. Enough's enough, mate. Enough's enough, mate. That was absolute shambolic, that fucking did. Die of that, mate. Any, any credit from coming back from two down? Yeah, you always got to give the Reds credit for two from two nil down, but it's not good enough, mate. It's not good enough. Not good enough. Didn't create nothing in second half. Nothing. How are you, Johns? Not great. In pain still after that. I've never known a two-all game be as fucking shit as that in my life. It's like they didn't, they, it was almost like they didn't want to win at the end, wasn't it? Do you know what it felt like to me? It was almost like they got back at two-all because they felt they had to, but then it was almost like back to where we were. It's just an odd game, isn't it? I just I don't know how long Mourinho will get away with. He's kind of him for that. It's not just him, is it? It's all of it, but at some point, I at some point you can't carry. You can't, you I can't hate those players. Play oh, yeah, yeah. There's not one of them. I remember when I grew, growing up, you always had a, one of your players that you think I fucking love him. There's not none of them. There's, There's not, not like one player in that team that you like, is there? No, not one. Not one. A rare. Another rarer. Not, no. <laughs> no. Speaking of which, what's your old man? Uh, Probably scoffing another. Yeah, but that's true, though, isn't it? There's not one player in that team that we all like. No, there is not, not, not a single one. No. In fact, I, do, I completely dislike almost all of them. No, I hate everyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I quite like the hair, actually. I know. Well, but he's going to fuck off soon, so we, well, we, we can discard him, can't we? He deserves <laughs> it, really, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. If he signs a new deal, he's fucking nuts, isn't he? Well, we were saying before that the only reason he plays is because we handcuff him to the goal before every game. Yeah, yeah. All right, Ian. Do that, Steve. Shite that, mate. Not yeah. good enough, that. Yeah. That is not that is not good enough whatsoever, is it? Michael. Oh, that 33 minutes was terrible, wasn't it? Well, you tweeted this morning that you... <laughs> <laughs> Between the hours of 5.30 yeah. and 7.30, yeah, it was going to be a low point of the day. It was going to be the worst point of your day. And it, yeah. Was it right? I think it was pretty... Well, yeah, bang on, really, on yeah. Yeah. We had that little flash in the second half. We got two goals. First half, we got two Thank goals. You, but... uh, when you're not... I... I was sitting there thinking, right, I think United... I knew United would get back to 2 all, but I never thought that once it got to 2 all, they'd do anything. We just can't put our foot down. I don't know what's up with us. I thought they would. I can't I, put our... I thought, like, got back to 2 all at all, I thought he'd pass him in the second half. Joseph, when we went 2-0 we we down, I went on my um, betting app and I put a five on us to win. You fucking knob. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I thought... And then when it's too off, I'll keep my gob shut because it'll bite me on the ass. I'd but look, I'd I don't know. Like, actually, the emergency last night was four hours. Yeah, how's your, there. how's your old lady? She all right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. That's yeah, good, yeah. Good to know. Yeah. I bet. Uh, I bet she'd. Uh, I bet she'd. I bet she's glad where, that she's where she is and didn't watch that <laughs> fucking shite. Yeah. She did, but she went over that. The last words to me, she went, you fucking mug. Yeah. Right, you've spent the whole night in A&E, yeah? Yes. Right, so if I gave you the opportunity now to be in that game watching United or to be back in A&E waiting for fucking someone to come and see your old lady, well, where would you be? Well, the bloke facing, he got he got tea and toast, the bloke facing. We got nothing, but I would actually be in A&E, mate. You'd rather be in A&E? A&E, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, sums it up. Sums it up. Hi, Jim. I'm all right. I'll be all right if Tyson Fury twats that yank. Yeah. Apart from that, I'm really got the raving up. Yeah, that'll help, won't it? That was terrible. It was pretty Absolutely. Poor, wasn't it? You know what gets me? The players are crap. You can put up with that. What I can't put up with, though, is the complete apathy to us 
trying to win a game. Just, you sat there and not one of them. Well, they went back at 2 all to the way they were at 0-0. It was just rubbish. It was, there was no... No one, sit, no one looked like they were trying to win a football game. No one looked. Um, just, they're badly coached. He needs to fuck off, to be honest. All right, Jake. All right, Greg. All right. My, my actual opinion on it all is Mourinho's a main cause of it, and that his coaching, his, his tactics, everything's a main cause of it. But I'm sorry, you've got to blame the players to a degree. The players should take responsibility, and they don't take that responsibility. You look at Pogba, supposed to be this, that, and the other. Is he? Is he really? I don't think he is. He was appalling today. Yeah. Do you, do you actually think Paul Scholes got it wrong a few years ago when he said he weren't good enough? He ain't good enough. And the thing what breaks my heart about all this is we're not a trying. We are not trying. If he was, if he was there trying to go for it at the end, there you come. You think about it. You come back from two 0 down. You should be buzzing. You should be buzzing. Didn't create a chance in the second half. Not one chance did we create. What is that all about? Is it the players, the lack of players' confidence? Is it the, lack, the players don't believe themselves? Or is it Mourinho saying, we've done enough? I'll leave it to you. There you go. You can hear everyone's opinion. Everybody's pissed off. Uh, mixed bag between blaming the manager, blaming the players, but the overriding opinion is that things aren't great at United, but we all knew that. Uh, disappointing result. Obviously, we'll uh, try and make good of it on the way home, as we often do from away games, but uh, that was really, really disappointing. And uh, United have really got to sort ourselves out or they're going to lose a lot of fans and a lot of, uh, a lot of backers and a lot of loyalty, because ultimately that's what United support's always been about, loyalty, but as you can hear, uh, people are running out of patience, running out of time. And if you start to lose the away support, that's a, not a great position for a manager or a squad. So that's that. Uh, that's us done. Uh, we'll be back with a podcast. Uh, I think we're playing in midweek against Arsenal. So uh, we'll be back with the United We Stand sellers after that. But until then, cheers and we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. We offer the best available odds on a United win as well as a host of special bets created by Reds. With half our net profits being donated to United supporters groups, Red Army Bet is about fans, by fans, for fans. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app. Red Army Bet, we all follow United.